Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Um, Now, as some of you may have spotted in this season, we're doing things a little bit differently, and we are just having a whole season of Queen interviews. Um, We really felt like we wanted to feature some of the other amazing systems more in the UK. Um, As many of you know, I've predominantly been Galaxy, and so we've talked a lot around um, that, but we've had a lot of guests and things on before from different systems, and that was one of the big things we wanted for season four, um, was to really explore the wonderful variety of systems that we've got here in the UK. Um, Today we are um, featuring a different system. We've got Miss Africa GB 2019-2020. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, hi, thank you for having me. Um, Can you just, before we get into the like quite proper questions as it were, can you just Mm -hmm. um, give us a quick introduction on who you are and how you got into pageantry? Yes, of course. So my name is Cecilia Msonda. I got into pageantry purely because I had just gra- um, graduated university with my bachelor's and I pretty much didn't know what career or what kind of sort of path I wanted to lead down. And I was a basketball player. I played for Division Two. However, I've had a lot of complications with injuries and I'm due to have my fourth operation on my knee so I was kind of like in a lost phase of of my life I guess at the moment and I needed like a little pick me up so I just decided why not try pageantry because my mum had was a pageant queen when she was growing up as well she persuaded me numerous times to do it when I was younger and I just wasn't interested I was just interested in playing sport basketball particularly so that was my little pick me up and I liked the causes behind um, the pageantry that I was running for as well which is um, having to do a charity mission if you do win and that was what um, really kind of pushed me and persuaded me even further to to try pageantry so yeah. Before we carry on with this episode I just wanted to say a massive thank you to this season's sponsors Earring Envy. Earring Envy stock an incredible range of perfect pageant jewellery for on and off stage. With their vast colour ranges, sizes, plus a whole host of clip-on options, we are absolutely sure you will find what you need over on their website, www.earringenvy.co.uk. That's what I'm loving about um, exploring more systems. I think through the interviews I've done in previous seasons, um, I got to know so much about different systems that I didn't really realise. And then even just during the research and I'd be chatting to people and I'd sort of make a reference and sort of the bigger systems and I'd list off a couple and they'd be like, oh, why didn't you mention this one? And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that one. I didn't know about this one. <laughs> um, right. And discovering all, all, that all of them different uh, that stand for something different. And I've always talked so much on the podcast about making sure you pick the system that's right for you. Um, mm-hmm. But we 
something that we're very much trying to get on with building the new website, which may be out by the time this episode goes out with with lack of childcare during lockdown, everything's got a bit slower than I liked it to be. I would have liked to have had it right. out by before the end of August, but that didn't happen. Um, right. so, um, <laughs> but we're going to have um, a section on there about systems, but going a bit more into detail than other ones have before. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to give better overview without having to necessarily go to all the websites separately, but more than the standard sort of page with that lists just all the different systems, and um, so mm-hmm. can people can find the ones that really connect with them. And um, like me, I love a charity element. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't yet found actually a system that ticks all my boxes. I want a charity okay. element. I'd like a talent. I'd like no fashion mm-hmm. wear. I like swimwear. <laughs> <laughs> we have a talent round in, in ours. I think it um, that it would it had only been introduced when I signed up during my year, but I think in previous years they didn't really do a talent round. But yeah, I think that's the new thing now. They they included a talent round, which was quite fun to see all all the amazing things the other ladies had to do. Mm-hmm. I like because yeah. that's after the um, the normal question of when I say I do beauty pageants, people are like, is that a thing? The next one I get is. Do you do? Do you have to do a talent, and then after that is what do you think of the swimwear round? And I'm like, oh, right, I yeah. Um, so I'm like, no, I don't do it. But I sing. I'm not professional level by any means, but as a mm-hmm. talent, I feel like it stands. It stands itself up, all right. Um, okay. It was like train, was train singer when I was younger, but um, <laughs> I'd love to have something. I don't do anything with it apart from sing at church. So yeah, I always thought a talent would be fun fun thing to take part in yeah no it is nerve-wracking if you just sort of like have like a hobby and not so much a talent that you would like to go off and do professional um pursue professionally in it but um it's it's quite nice to sort of bring bring that out on stage yeah what was your talent I did some basketball ball handling drills so I was dribbling one basketball and then I brought in two basketballs so yeah I just did like a little routine of basketball ball handling drills I wish I had a hoop but I don't think that would that would have been allowed but it was too late to plan all of that as well but yeah I just showcased some handling handling skills so if I did anything that involved like a sports ball it would have been a comedy show that I was using as my talent because my hand-eye coordination sucks I loved netball at school but I've I've got genetic cataracts and my eyes don't focus quickly and my depth is a little swiffy I've had operations and I've got like implants in my eyes and everything and I I must be my eyesight it can't be (laughs) oh dear yeah no it was quite nerve-wracking I was like I just hope nothing goes wrong hopefully I don't lose a ball that goes off stage and then I, I have to like trotter back down and get the ball or to try and fetch it yeah but none of that happened so it was good <laughs> well let's get into the, the like actual I use them in air quotes the actual actual questions and yes. it's funny though with some people you could just chat forever around without having any questions but um, I felt right. like were quite fun and helped to get to know a different side so they're not all pageant related mm-hmm. um there's a bit of variety in there um, and I guess um, help us to know a little bit of a different side of you. So the first question, what is your favourite pageant round and why? Uh, 
I would say the culture around was one of my favorite one. Um, obviously, not all the pageant systems have a culture around, but especially because this pageant called Miss Africa Great Britain. So you kind of had to showcase um, like the culture side of whichever African country you're from. So I'm from Zambia and the the flag of Zambia sort of has like an eagle on it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to show kind of like my creative side to that as well. So I came out with like um, wings. I had like a bird crown and I had like a bird nest as a bra. And then I had like the colors of my flag as a skirt. So it, it allows you to show your creative side in that way. So I really enjoyed the culture around, especially because I made my own costume as well. So mm. I, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> There's always something that makes you feel a little bit special like going out and being like I contributed to making this thing that I'm wearing yeah I, I uh yeah what was I six six and a half thousand crystals on my fashion wear top for the last oh time. wow like hot wow it's amazing yeah I thought it was gonna be like two thousand that I'd need but no no got that wrong and <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could be an animal what would you be and why um I'm torn between two with this question. I think I'd be like a a jaguar or like a black panther, just mm-hmm. because I just like how how they glide. It's kind of like sort of like a mysterious but still sexy kind of way in how they move, and that's just how I like to see myself. So it'd be either one of those two. Awesome. If you yeah. could live anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? Um. This is a tough question because I like where I live right now, but um, I'd also go back to live in my country where I was born in Zambia. But I just feel like where wherever you go in the world, you sort of like make your own happiness. It's not dependent on exactly where you are. But my ideal place would be to live somewhere by the beach, I guess, because it's just calming and relaxing. And I like to be calm and have a sense of peace I guess yeah I like like the sound of water we stayed in uh end of July beginning of August in Wales Mm -hmm. our self-isolating holiday so literally in the middle of nowhere um Mm -hmm. in a little self-contained thing but you could hear the river oh wow it was we were it was like there was steps down to it and a security gate which meant that we were safe with the little one but it was it was literally out of our back balcony just mm-hmm. it's so relaxing hearing water it is it really is <laughs> i never just watching the clear space as well oh, it was oh yeah. lovely like we went oh because we're moving next year i was like can we find somewhere with a river in the garden because that <laughs> yeah or just having to like walk imagine having to walk out of your back garden and then all it is is just the beach and <sighs> nice sandy beach i think that's like the dream place to live uh, now I want to go to the beach. Standing <laughs> with the the, I love sinking, where you yeah. stand on the water and sand edge, and you just let yourself sink into the sand. Yeah, I felt like that. oh, that's an actual thing. There's a movie someone does it in. I'm like, that's an actual thing. You stand in the sand, and you, you what are you doing? I'm sinking. Oh, it was, it was lost. I was in Lost, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I was like, why, why, why are you not doing a thing? She said, I am, I'm sinking. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. What's the best gift okay. you've ever received? It'd have to be like a really like good sandy beach. Yeah. yeah. Best gift. 
um, the best gifts are the ones that you're not expecting. So I'd say one time I I was surprised by a friend with like a surprise birthday party. Another time I'd say I got a, like a dream book, like a book that interp- interprets your, the dreams that you have. Because I, I like to have meanings to all my dreams. I don't know why. It's just, it's, it sounds a bit weird, but I just like that sort of thing so that was the best thing that I got it was completely unexpected but I really really appreciated it and every time I was like oh can't wait to dream tonight so I can find out what my dream means so that I'd say that was one of my best gifts in a movie of your life who would play you and why um like a famous actress something like that I guess it's up to you if you've got a friend that's an actress Oh, I don't. I wish I did. I don't know. I'm going to leave that open to your interpretation. Um, I mean, I'd love to play myself, but that could be a thing. Yeah, but if I was to pick like a famous actress, it'd probably be like, I love Lupita Nyong'o or like Kiki Palmer. Yeah, I love their movies. So if if not myself, it would be one of those two. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. I think I picked Kate Middleton when talking about her previous thing because there was a, there was just a little bit of. Um, I just went through a short. No, no, it must have been. It was about two years where I just kept getting people calling me Kate Middleton. Or sort of really, crop up of her that looked very similar to a picture I'd taken of me. It was really like the. Okay. Um, the how I had my hair and my fascinator for my daughter's christening, which I bought right. for um, Pippa's wedding, was how Kate did hers and the very similar okay. to the fascinator she had wore for Pippa's wedding. Okay. Um, so I just kept going through this block of time where everyone said, you look very like Kate Middleton. I personally didn't see it. I was like, well, she can play me in a film. That's fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a nice compliment, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, I'll take that. Um, yeah. If you were to become famous, what would it most likely be for and why? Um, most likely be like, not sure, hopefully for some of my philanthropic work that I'd like to do or that I have planned in the future. That would be really cool. Or something like a businesswoman or something. Because I'm a student at the moment, I'm a research student. And some of the things that I'm like researching on is could like possibly venture into me being a businesswoman so it would be one of those two fingers crossed (laughs) which one of your personality traits do you find the most annoying or frustrating to yourself um I overthink a lot too much and Mm -hmm. yeah and it can be one of my downfalls because yeah I, I just dig myself into a deep dark hole and put myself in situations that I shouldn't I shouldn't have or that things that really weren't necessary for me to overthink on or have anxiety over so yeah that's that's my downfall yeah I think that's definitely one of the big things with lockdown hasn't it it's been very anxiety producing in so many areas though in like even areas that haven't related to lockdown or the virus at all just it just mm-hmm. generally increased all anxiety from every angle which was yeah fun. <laughs> yeah I mean my sister well, my sister thinks it can be a good thing sometimes because it makes me such like a perfectionist 
but sometimes it's too much something I could have done like something really good but I'll see the slightest fault in it and I have to like do it over or I just have to change it and and it was fine to begin with but because I'm such an overthinker that that gives me anxiety Mm -hmm. about it so yeah I don't know it it can be a good thing and a bad thing so I'll just learn to embrace it (laughs) Um, I I do the 80-20 rule where if it's 80% perfect, it's perfect. Okay. That's that's (laughs) just, I just decided that that was my number. I say you can kind of work out which number is your number. Like what are you actually happy to accept? And some Mm -hmm. people like 50% perfect and I'm done. It's like, it's good enough. And some people like 98, but I'm like 80. 80 was my number. If it's 80% 80% perfect I'm like yeah I'm I'm happy I can let it go and move on to the next thing um, or at least I try right. <laughs> um, which one of your oh no we've done one um what cosmetic product could you not live without Ooh, um I want to say my eyebrow filler <laughs> I'm really insecure about my eyebrows I can live without foundation or like lipstick or mascara or whatnot but yeah I can live without my um eyebrow filler <laughs> unfortunately oh, mine are definitely tattooed I've had them tattooed twice now and they were due oh really is it October or that now I feel okay. like I've been so like I base things around what was I wearing when I did it last and like work out what time of year it was. I feel like it might have been August, so yeah, it's coming up to it. But um, okay. yeah, restrictions. I do I do want to try microblading, but I haven't quite gotten around to it. So I got turned off at that because that's what I was looking at, because it suddenly got really cheap. Um mm-hmm. and a friend of mine said when she did like her research around it is that microblading mm-hmm. particularly because it suddenly got cheap and, and cheaper to get qualified um mm-hmm. that there are people that make it look very good now but actually it leaves deep scarring and you can't oh really so you can't go over the scars so when you have infills done mm-hmm. with microblading they have to create more scars that they put the pigment into and eventually there's nowhere left to go and you're just left with an eyebrow of scar tissue oh no and and it, i don't know how long it takes to get to that point Mm-hmm. um but the so there's a lady um I went to one lady a bit nearest me and then I go to one in central London because she uses like um she's like three or four different techniques and she's like I can do microblading I was like no 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 I'd like you to avoid <laughs> right. that Sorry. yeah but the technique she uses she can go over it with the infill right okay so it means that it's not gonna she can keep going over what she's done instead but how come they can't they can do a permanent tattoo but they can't do a permanent eyebrow um i'm not too sure about that either i have no idea hang on a minute (laughs) i feel like the cosmetic industry is trying to rip me off here yeah because i'm on on my leg i'm trying to have a tattoo removed and it's costing a fortune and hurting a lot tattoo removal is so painful right Um, like I'd say worse than labour, but it's a shorter amount of time. Oh, really? That bad? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hideous. I got a pretty high pain threshold, and that is not. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's because I knew I'd get my baby at the end of labour. Maybe that made it feel better. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all the fact that labour is all you feel labour throughout your entire body, whereas the tattoo you yeah. just doing it in one place. But it's still, I still think it's more painful. It's just more focused. Um, yeah. Oh goodness. 
then yeah, you- that's one of the one. That's one of the main reasons I'm holding out because just like once it's done, it's hard to correct it. So I'd rather not make that mistake and having to correct it. I'd rather just carry on with the fillers that I'm using. I guess yeah. <laughs> painting them on. Yeah. I got to say though, I put mine off for so long, and when I did it, I was like, "Why did I wait this long?" I was like, oh, really? <laughs> so much because I'm. Uh, sometimes I'm training like twice a day. Well, you're probably the same. Like um, with basketball, I'm like training two, three times a day sometimes, and mm-hmm. just, my eyebrows would just sweat off. It didn't seem to matter what I sweat yeah. or gelled them with afterwards. It just did not. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was like, right, I'm going to get my eyebrows tattooed, and I normally have eyelash extensions, and then I'm done. I don't need to do. Yeah. Anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> But some people get on um, I can recommend somewhere for the eyebrows and that was, oh yes please yeah, yeah it was very very happy and it's a, a place called Tracy Giles okay and, and it's near um Harrods um in central London so there's lots of really good cafes to go to afterwards after it's hurt and you need to cheer yourself up again it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what oh, I did it doesn't okay. as much as the tattoo removal and right one side hurt a lot more than the other. Oh dear! Which I found like really like, odd, <laughs> really bizarre. One was one was like, oh, this is great. I did, and also, if you know you've got a more painful side, get them to do that one first because we right. accidentally did it the other way around because I didn't. Right. Um, you don't know, yeah. I lull, okay. lull into a full sense of security for sure. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> there's some people that get um their eyebrows like a hair transplant on their eyebrows and there's this i'm sure that's better than getting the, the yeah. more costly as well <laughs> yeah and i well i don't know i have to when i was trying to think when i had the tattoos done i wasn't meant to train heavily train for two weeks because of the sweat and i know it's the same with hair transplants you're not meant to heavily mm-hmm. train for a couple of weeks um, okay Oh, see, we could do a whole, we could do a whole episode just about eyebrows. Um, <laughs> right. um, you, if you could listen to only one type of music, uh, one artist music or band music for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, see, I have, I listen to popular music when I'm in the mood, but I also like to listen to like old school type of music, and. I'm always, always listening to Ariana Grande, but at the same time when I want to like wind down and I just can't get over artists like jazz artists and so forth, artists like Etta James or like Nina Simone, which is not very popular in the use nowadays, but I don't know. I guess I'm an old soul in a sense because I really enjoy that kind of music. So can I say too, Ariana Grande and Etta James? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have both in my playlist. Um, oh, do you? I would say, like, my, my workout probably is the funniest music because I'll go from my right. like, rage music at the beginning to get me pumped up. And then before I go to put me in a happier mood before I speak to another human, it has to be like, <laughs> like cheesy 80s pop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I dance and sing around in the gym, so it must be hilarious for everyone watching. But what reality TV series, past or present, would you really like to go on? Hmm. Um, I like like adventure kind of series, like task related series, like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, or like um, what's the other show? 
Do you remember watching, um, I can't remember the name. There was Shipwrecked, where they did in the island, and then there's been, a, like, this, the Bear Grylls, yeah. where they abandoned yeah. the Yeah, those kind of shows. Or, like, um, not Catchphrase, what's the other one? A Crystal Maze. Oh, yes. Like, game shows like that, yeah. Crystal <laughs> Maze, can't you now, still? Like, there is a, I don't know if they run it permanently, but I know, I have friends that have done, with, like, a, you go with a group of friends to be a team, and they put you against another team or something. Um, okay but to do like the actual crystal maze and there's that they do the ball with the money and stuff at the end and everything oh really okay i didn't think it was still running because it's pretty old isn't it yeah i don't think the tv show does but i think as as like a theme for want of a better word a theme park attraction it still right exists but maybe they just do it as a pop-up although it's quite a lot lot to set up for a pop-up i suppose yeah do you like escape rooms <laughs> I've never, I, I want to, but I've never actually done it. Ah, oh, they, they are I've good. never been stuff. to one. <laughs> they, check the difficulty rating, though. We've done two. Okay. We booked, uh, I mean, I think it was meant to be a World War Two themed one. Which, um, we did it as a Christmas present for our friends. And that mm. was really fun. And we, I think we just about got through. Uh, mm-hmm. We lost a plane in the final bit. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> it's really fun. But the second one we went to was so difficult. And my eyesight's not okay. great. It was a bit dark as well. So I'm like, right. that was we did we did not escape. We you didn't manage to we, oh no. we haunt the premises and <laughs> <laughs> oh no. All, Sounds they, like great fun though. I'd oh, love to it, try it. It was absolutely hilarious. And then was that one we went? One of them, we did that, and then we went out to... Oh, no, both of them. We did dinner afterwards, but the one we failed at miserably, we then went to a restaurant called Dance Le Noir, where you eat dinner in the pitch black. Oh, wow, okay. Like, literally, it's so black, your eyes do not become accustomed to it at all. How do you see the food? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um, you don't. I mean, I wasn't vegan at the time, um, but they... You pick, you pick if you need a, a vegan, a vegetarian, um, red meat, fish, or, or a surprise plate. And right. we show you pictures of what you ate at the end, and you have to oh, see gosh. Yourself, yeah, right. They don't tell you what you're eating; you just have to guess. Oh um, wow! <laughs> and they do paired wine and like mystery shots and stuff. <laughs> oh wow! It sounds like fun though. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that. I sound, sounds like you'd be up for that kind of adventure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, which imaginary fantasy or mythical place would you most like to visit? I'd love to visit Pandora. Have you seen the movie Avatar? Yes. Yeah. I'd love to be, is mythical places, um, the planet where they live on, it's called Pandora, where it's just kind of like an unspoiled, like mother nature type of things, like a perfect earth, basically, where you don't, where it's not spoiled by all the cars, planes, buildings. Mm. And yeah, that's just my, my kind of place oh I love that answer yeah <laughs> oh yeah no. it's got like beautiful trees like the the forest lights up mm. um the plants light up yeah it'll be my perfect place <laughs> I want to live in a hammock and not have any form of social media <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what's your most fraught what's been your most fraught journey to a pageant um, I don't think I 
I have had one. I'd like to say I'm pretty prepared. Like I said before, like I like things to be perfect and mm-hmm. I'm an overthinker, so I make sure everything is as goes as it should. So I I haven't really had one, I don't think. No. I mean, when we were rehearsing before the final shows and stuff, we had like two venues of where we were rehearsing. So we had like a Saturday and Sunday to rehearse and they'd send us a location for a Saturday and then they'd say on Sunday we'll be at this different location. But obviously I'd I'd read and I knew we were going to a different location. But I know some of the girls struggled and went to the other location when we were supposed to go to a different location and that caused a lot of like um, disruption and mayhem and then they had to like travel mm. back and come to the new location. But I didn't have a problem with 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 that so read your paperwork properly (laughs) yeah we did an episode in last season and in season three called how not to annoy your pageant director and it was basically the whole episode of me saying read your paperwork read it again (laughs) now read the paperwork one more time like because that's the common thing I hear from pageant directors is and and the team helping them as well is like yeah no one really like there is always always seems to be someone that's turned up and at galaxy and didn't know that there was an opening number um right. <laughs> have an outfit for it and and or didn't know that that evening wear had to be floor length which is like the one stipulation they have is evening gown has to be floor length or something there's, there's always mm-hmm. someone that hasn't read it um, mm-hmm. and i'm like the info pack's only like eight pages long <laughs> <laughs> only <laughs> it's like it's definitely the, the thing I get the most like, like mm. when I speak to directors be it in interview or just in general chit chat and they're like why why mm. is there always still a high percentage of people that haven't read um the pack paperwork yeah what skill would you most like to have um most likely survival skills, <laughs> if we ever need to have it, in case we have an apocalypse one day, you never know. But um, no, I've always wanted to learn, like, multiple languages. I'd love to have that skill, or, like, any sort of, like, mathematical skills as well, I think could be, like, could come in handy. I don't know, any one of those. Yeah, but I'd love to have, I'd love to, like, learn multiple languages. You could communicate with anyone around the world, really, and possibly get into any job career with it yeah I'm so bad at languages and I'd love to be better but I I really if I'm not 100% sure it's the perfectionist if I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce a word mm-hmm. I tend to put off saying it at all and mm-hmm. um, so like I'm really bad with names and even um like very normal like sort of stereotypical names and I'd be like oh but what happens if they pronounce it funny and um, there was a <laughs> in our nct group who called her um she called it esme but it was spelt like esme right felt the exact same way as esme right. but she <laughs> said it was esme and but then i'm like so i'm always worried that even if it says j-o-h-n that they might pronounce it a different way and i'm gonna get it wrong and really offend someone like i'm just so bad like it's it's highly likely that they called it john and i'm like still going well, i'm not gonna say their name just in case it's got a right. 
the J is silent or something like I'm gonna get it wrong which just doesn't work when you're trying to learn a new language because you just Mm -hmm. practice oh god (laughs) yeah true (laughs) no I'm the same I have to like form like a bond with someone for me to like learn the name properly because I sort of put the personality and the name together and then it's easy for me to remember the name Mm -hmm. (laughs) but no I've had an instance where um I had a friend her name was Shauna but it was spelled as Sienna and I always got it wrong (laughs) until I actually got to know her and like put her face and her name together so yeah I'm I'm pretty terrible with names as well (laughs) a friend called chloe who i've known a while now and she's part of the team that runs pageant land and i've told chloe that i do this but sometimes in my head i just seem to want to call her cleo when i look oh, at really? her <laughs> i mean there's Clara, I'm, and my dyslexia is pretty bad but still i'm like i've known her a while like i shouldn't oh god <laughs> something ingrained in my head that i want to call her cleo but it doesn't happen with every chloe i know Right. I only happen with her. And I do know a Cleo. Right. They don't look like each other at all, but I'm like, what is... It's <laughs> yeah, a bit odd. <laughs> embracing the oddness. Um, <laughs> true or false? Is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all? Um, I think it's better to have loved and lost because then you... You have that experience and you know what to expect next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite movie? Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. I think I've watched it. I watch it at least twice a month. <laughs> it's like beauty and romance and friendship and environmental and um, awesome fighting scenes, like all combined into one movie. I now want to go and watch that. I think we have the DVD. I think you should, yeah. It came out in 2009 and the only... It's a really long movie. It's nearly three hours long, but trust me, it's such a good watch. It's such a good watch. And the second one is coming out, I think, next year. And Uh, uh, honestly, I can't wait for it to come out. (laughs) I'm sick and tired of watching the the same one over and over, yeah. (laughs) We've done... My other half's been desperate for the new Bond to come out. I think Bond and the new Top Gun have both got delayed during lockdown. Yeah. Um, so we're we're feeding his need with a different Daniel Craig. Saturday <laughs> night's our movie night. Um, okay. So some different Daniel Craig one. But now you're making me want to watch Avatar again. I'm pretty... I'm, I'm no, you should. Three I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely feeling the need. Yeah. I feel like the answer is going to be nothing to this question, but what's okay. the worst thing you've forgotten to take to a pageant? You, yeah, I haven't forgotten anything. No, I haven't. I just, I just couldn't. I mean, I did have a scare where my evening gown didn't arrive on time, so I literally had to go the day before to Westfield because I live near Stratford to get my evening gown dress and I was really stressing over it bearing in mind I'd ordered my dress like well in advance so I just didn't understand why it didn't come but I was close enough to not having an evening gown dress but I just wasn't going to let that happen yeah yeah need a backup uh, exactly <laughs> I always find my dress as soon as I've even applied before I've even been accepted I've like found my dream dress or I know what it's really be. And I get it. And then I'll be like, I'll keep seeing other things that are not necessarily better, but I'm like, 
oh, maybe I should have waited. So I've set myself a task for the next, page next pageant to mm -hmm. not get my dress until a couple of months before. Mm -hmm. And like try and do it closer. Because I saw when I was, I was just going to use the same dress if I'm honest. And, and then I right. saw, saw another one and I was like, oh, so I might still use the same dress, but I'm not right. going to decide until like two to three months before. Oh, wow. That's two, a... No, two to three <laughs> But I, I always get I always get mine in the UK. And um, I don't okay. know, I just feel like I'd be the one that it wouldn't get shipped right. It would end up in a different country or it would <laughs> I'd have ordered from a dodgy company or something. Um, right. And I, I know quite a few of the dress shops in the UK and I want to support. So um, okay. I'm okay. I'm gonna get it from a UK dress shop and have it altered. So I'm not having anything designed new. So that takes the means that I could have it a bit mm -hmm. closer at the time. Um, yeah. And uh but yeah, my yeah, three three months. I think I'll start looking, and I'm trying to hold off until then. Well, yeah, that's a lot of time. That's a good enough time, I think. Though, but for me, I'm like twelve months. I want really to learn my lesson. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I like I like twelve nine months. Still feels like a push, which seems to be the standard. And um, mm -hmm. in the UK, it seems to be about nine months. By the time you've mm -hmm. definitely found out you've got your spot, the earliest people that are, are told they've got places um, yeah. seems to be about nine months out. And I'm like, oh, it's not long enough. Yeah. One more yeah. time. Oh, dear. <laughs> Which Disney character are you most like? I would have to say Pocahontas. She's badass. She is, yeah. <laughs> I want to be like her. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'd definitely strong. pick her. Stands up for what's right. That's a good mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, going from one extreme to the next, where is the worst smelling place you've ever been? Um, not that many, to be honest. I mean, I'll go with like, I don't know, like every time. I know this one place in London that everybody says smells the worst is Beckton. Like every time you drive past Beckton, everybody says it it smells awful and, and it does I mean I've never been in in the town but I know every time we drive past it there's always like a really bad stench and everybody has to like close their windows <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's terrible <laughs> I'm but sure I, it's a lovely town it just doesn't smell very pleasant I'm gonna have to google it and see yeah google maps can't. yeah it has that reputation unfortunately but I've I've never I've never been there <laughs> all, all silly pop-ups telling me all the fun things I can do in Victim. I was like, no, I just want to know where it is. Um, <laughs> zoomed in too close. I need to. Oh, I don't think that. No, that's taking me to Bicton and Exmouth. Maybe I've spelt it wrong. How do you spell it? <laughs> Bicton, Bicton in London. B E C K O N. Oh, sorry, T O N. Well, apparently there's one in France with a K, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I actually put London after it, that might help. Yeah. It's got TK Maxx. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the plus side. <laughs> it's got a big next and a TK Maxx. Above the river. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally like the mirror image opposite symmetrical of that so I'm I'm not no wonder my geography is not great at the best of times I'm southwest London uh, like greater southwest London uh, right. near Twickenham okay 
quick so like <laughs> we just count as London I'm always very clear to make that because I'm like yeah it's London because some people wouldn't count that as London I'm like it's zone six my train station is still a zone <laughs> <It's> still yeah <laughs> as long as you're in a zone you're in London <laughs> you're in zone. Yeah, right. yeah. If, yeah if your local station isn't a zone you don't live in London <laughs> no <laughs> You just oh, uh, oh well I will make sure I don't try to do that. Um, we've had some pretty um hideous stories of very smelly situations on, on with these questions which have been a bit disturbing but oh really I'll let you listen to those okay <laughs> no, do I will do some of them and um, <laughs> what's some um well no missed a question what's the most interesting thing you've ever read or that you've read or seen this week um, well, I'm currently re- reading a book called, um, it's like an Egyptian book that highlights the women that were in power in the Egyptian days. And I think it's a good read at the moment. Mm. But, um, I always see like quotes on like Instagram when I'm scrolling around that always interesting. But one that, that did resonate was um, always to remind yourself not to like dumb yourself down to like for the comfort of other people or to like suit their ego yeah. just because they feel intim- intimidated by you or you don't really fit their kind of um, educational or intellectual spectrum, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. Who, I was talking about this with someone the other day and it's like, they, we are, we're told to be these strong, fabulous women and be opinionated and get an education and have our own good money management skills. But mm-hmm. then it seems to be the people that neglect, uh, that reject you most for having those skills are then other women. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because from the, from the book I'm reading, even though all these women were in power back in the Egyptian days, they still um, didn't want to work alongside other women. It it was just purely them. They had to be in power. If it was like a female king, they couldn't see, they couldn't be in competition with somebody else, which unfortunately is what is still going on in nowadays. Women yeah. are in competition with each other. It's not a lot of times they sort of like work alongside each other or build each other up which I think could be a good thing to empower each other because you see that with men a lot of times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of um, all the quotes about, yeah, it's your, um, someone else's sparkle doesn't dull your own and you don't. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but it's, yeah, it's some, it does seem to get somehow ingrained in us, this like level of competition. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like men are better at leaving the competition on the sports pitch. um, But we're, women it's, I mean these are I'm making slightly general stereotypes but yeah you do see more and more don't you that it's um mm-hmm. that they they the male species seem to be much more capable of letting it go than the exactly females. yeah which is funny because they have the biggest egos but yeah they can <laughs> they can get along in that way crazy well, I think we're more than capable we just have to get a grip I guess <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, yeah. we're we're naturally designed to be um, relationship builders. So I mm-hmm. wonder if that plays a part on the fact that we are, if we didn't build relationships and we didn't live in community back in the caves, we would die. 
it's a defense mechanism it's part of our survival instinct as women to want to gather together Um, Mm -hmm. and I suppose if we if we're trying to stand out by being well-spoken educated like independent um, Mm -hmm. then it kind of goes against that ingrained but we don't live in the caves anymore yeah Um, we can live more independently if we want and still all shine so yeah I I take it back to the caves a lot (laughs) I love uh, origins so you've got to have that comparison don't you I thought yeah from from food and psychology and just all of that and I just find it really fascinating how so much of what we do now can Mm -hmm. still be traced back um Mm -hmm. to to the caves basically Um, yeah it's, it's I just yeah find it very very fascinating and then how we adapt that to suit the world we live in now because you can't we could not live na- in the world we live in now in the same way we did in the caves because we wouldn't mm-hmm. we wouldn't thrive or survive now and um, but yeah I find it very fascinating yeah no it definitely is <laughs> I'm, I'm in the evaluation stage I definitely don't have any answers yet and <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Last question. What's something that will always be in fashion no matter how much time passes? Now, this doesn't need to be a clothing thing, uh, mm-hmm. like in, in vogue, on trend, a good thing to do type that, that when I'm saying fa- in fashion, that's, that's what I'm meaning. Um, just, I think the classy style or the classy demeanor would never run out of fashion. I think, yeah, it's just how, like, you carry yourself, how um, a woman carries herself, her whole demeanour, her class, her elegance. I think that that can never run out of time. And that comes with how, um, in in terms of how she carries herself and being, like, polite and um, thoughtful, empathetic, those kind of characteristics, I think that that can never run out of style. And I think that should be like the most pursued type of um trait to to have really in trying to better the world in, in a sense I guess and or like people getting along with each other um in many ways so yeah I think I think that can never go out of style that's a beautiful way to end it thank you so much <laughs> for being on the podcast it's been an absolute thank you so much for having me <laughs> I love I love how all these questions digress into lots of different things. Yeah. <laughs> I did, did tell you I'm never short of words. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. It's a good thing. <laughs> Amazing. How can we find you on social media? So I'm on Instagram at the moment as Miss Africa GB2019. Um, and you're happy to people to reach out to you and things on there if they've got any further questions and oh. Absolutely, yes. Of course. <laughs> about your system, because um, yeah, that's like I said, it's one of the big things we want to try and get with this uh, with this season. It's helping to introduce people to lots of different systems. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many wonderful ones um, in the UK. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh well, I will yeah. let you go because it's a very hot day, and I think both of us probably like to be outside enjoying some fresh air. Enjoying it exactly. <laughs> Lots of ice cream, cold drinks. <laughs> oh yeah, ice in my water bottle has been heavenly. I'm really sad. I'm actually going to go to the gym middle of the day on a Saturday, and I'm going to go to the gym, but oh, wow. it's got aircon. 
it hasn't or it has it has but okay that's great because of the the covid restrictions you have to have an entrance and an exit which means the fire escapes right open right (laughs) work as well but it's still quite cool and it's there always seems to be a nice breeze through it so um, yeah i felt like i'd miss the rush hour and i'll go in when it's really quiet and enjoy that instead yeah no it'd be nice (laughs) amazing have a wonderful day thank you and yourself take care Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.